search goes on in San Francisco for the man known as the Zodiac Killer. In New York, the search continues for the 44 caliber killer. See if you can explain to me why I would want to be a Scientologist. Betches Media presents... Tell me we have a lead. Stone Cold, no. It was literally like the Hunger Games. Not another true crime podcast. What can I say? Tough titties. It's all fun and games until someone gets hurt. Hey guys, it's Sarah. And Danny. And we have a very fun interview with the iconic Adam Brody. Oof, my wow. teenage dreams have come true. I know, this I'm is, standing this myself. Is monumental. Yeah. But before we get into the episode, there's a few fun things happening at Betches that we want to let you all know about. So, first, there is a You Up live show, of course, with Jordana and Jared. Uh, it's going to be oh, so shit. much fun. They're doing Sorry. dating app makeovers, which I need, to be honest. Uh, funny dating advice and even more. So go to Betches.co slash YouUpLive for tickets. That's Thursday, October 22nd at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, pre-game with us right before the shit show of a debate because we all need that. Oh, boy. Cheers to that. And if you need some Halloween merch, check out the Shop Betches Halloween collection. Listen, we don't know if Halloween is canceled, but... We have some really fun things that you can wear regardless of the time of the year. We have a whole Tiger King collection that's these like fun oversized shirts. You got your Tiger King, your Tiger Queen, make it a couple's costume. Um, Tiger Tiger Kid, make it a family costume. Do the whole thing. Personally, I'm going to be dressing up as Carol Baskin in my apartment because Ooh. I have the Tiger Queen shop betches tee. So, um, Wait, and Just I have my Tiger sh- King one. We can we can be like a couple's costume socially distanced. Oh my God, socially <laughs> distanced, like AKA over FaceTime. I love yeah, that. I'm down for that, yes. So you guys can get your own Tiger King merch and you can match us. Check out the whole Not Another True Grind podcast collection at shop.batches.com. And now get ready to chat with Adam Brody for his new movie, The Kid Detective. But also, of course, we ask a few questions about the OC and Gilmore Girls because... We're only human. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Not Another True Crime Podcast. I'm Sarah Levine here with Danny Murphy. Danny Murphy, but I'm not important today, and I'm okay to admit that I'm not important to, important today. Neither because am I. we have someone more special with us, Sarah. Right? We I, sure I, do. I, I object. You, ob- <laughs> you don't know how much I needed that. Thank you. <laughs> but if you couldn't tell, that voice is none other than Adam Brody who is here to talk to us all about his new movie, The Kid Detective, which me and Sarah just watched, and I'm hooked. Cool. I love it. And it comes out in theaters Friday, October 16th. Ooh. So we're super excited. If you couldn't tell by the title, it is about someone who was a kid detective and then decides to become an adult detective, <laughs> yeah. which I feel is relatable as someone who tries to solve unsolved Reddit mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> So Adam, how has been uh, kind of dealing with a movie premiere on Zoom, <laughs> just kind of in general? How's that going for you? Uh, it's fine. I mean, I'm, I'm honestly like I'm one hour into it right now, and uh, it's it's kind of lovely. I've got no problem with this. I could do this all the time. And also, this has been a real um, I don't know. I'm sure I'm allowed to say it, but they just told us Sony bought this movie like a month ago, and then they told us a week ago that they're going to put it, you know, on like a thousand screens in a week and a half. And so it's been a crazy week and a half. You know, we were like instrumental with them and cutting the trailer and a poster and uh, now doing this stuff. And I I can't believe I get to talk about it. I can't already. I can't believe that um, 
this movie that I'm, I, I like a whole lot and worked on for a long time, um, get to like have it out in the world. So it's, it's a thrill. It's honestly a thrill. So I, I wanted to ask what attracted you to the movie in the first place? Um, honestly, well, Evan, Evan Morgan, the writer director, um, uh, and he was also very instrumental in this other movie. He was a producer and, a, and an editor on this movie, but a very big, uh, uh, his fingerprints are very big in it. This movie, The Dirtiest, this uh, mockumentary, not, you know, mock makes it sound silly, but anyways, this other very funny and then gets very serious documentary that, um, not documentary, a found footage movie from well, seven years ago. Anyways, Evan Morgan, writer-director. Uh, uh, I just think his voice is like, I love it. I'm a huge fan and we speak the same language. He speaks it better than me, but um, he's, uh, he's, he, he's so witty and he's got such an old fashioned, innocent, and yet, and yet with darkness underneath uh, uh, writing style. And um, you know, I could, I, could, I could make stuff with him till I die. Oh, I, and that's kind of funny that you brought that up as that's what attracted you to it because that's the kind of what kept on surprising me about the movie because I was sort of like, okay, detective, it's going to be a little bit creepy and suspense, but there were moments, and even me and Sarah were saying, I was laughing out loud at parts too. I was like, oh, there's funny undertones to it. Was that yeah. kind of how it was like when you were reading the script being like, oh, this is kind of, there's a lot of layers to it. Yeah, there is. And it's funny. This was a long journey for me. He shared with me the first act of it like five years ago, six years ago. And I, yeah, I really liked it. And then, um, and then he disappeared for a year and a half. He had to go figure out the mystery part. And then he came back, shared the rest with me. I loved it. We tried to get it made for like four or five years, a solid four years and like almost did and then didn't. And it was a hard one to get made. And then in the 11th hour, we did the right way too. I mean, it really came together. We got to make it how we want with the budget we wanted and couldn't be happier. But um, it was since I read the first act, I mean, first and foremost, super funny. I just think he's funny and he makes, and it makes me laugh. And that was, and, and I also think the movie, it has to be funny. I mean, that's funny first and foremost and you win and then everything else is gravy. But then it gets deeper, not only the more you read it, but I mean, I, I, this script was with me for five years and I was even on set and he would be explaining something, something to me or another actor. And I was going, wow, I'd never thought about it that way. It's actually like the depth was still surprising me while we were filming, truly. Um, and so, I mean, he's, he's, he's just so thoughtful. And um, yeah, to me, it has, it has a great, uh, a lot of both. And while I do think it lives or dies as a comedy first, I think that um, it's very rewarding in the other aspects. I love that too. And it's kind of, have you ever seen, have you seen the show Pen15 at all? The Hulu yeah, show? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of funny because it reminded me of that only in the sense that it's like, because you're obviously playing an adult. So it's an adult acting with kind of like more children actors. And it's kind of such an interesting idea too, going back in time to when you were in middle school and when you had all these things were like, because you, you play a kid detective who was kind of just like, I saw these crimes and now everyone likes me. And you just, all the insecurities I feel kind of poured out of your character too during that. So I thought it was kind of just also inadvertently a story about struggling growing up too. Very much, very much about, about you know, the, the, the leap to adulthood and mostly the um, falling short of your dreams and falling, you know, and, and, uh, and also trauma, like un, unprocessed trauma. Um, um, as well, uh, which is a big, is a big part of it. But also, you know, I mean, if, if anything, 
you know, it's like if I had to whittle it down, it's the theme of this movie. It's you know, loss of innocence, I guess. Definitely. For all the for all the characters, yeah. and the town, you know. Oh, for sure. And your character always wanted to be a detective ever since he was a kid. What did you want to be when you were a kid? Uh, you know, they were all physical pursuits. It was, you know, <laughs> um, I think it was, I'm trying to think of the earliest, like I want to do this for professionally, probably baseball player. That would, okay. tra- that would, tra- that- uh, what's that? You give yeah. off a baseball vibe. Yeah. <laughs> um, into, uh, into a basketball player. Then it'd be the NBA <laughs> into like a skateboarder oh. and then into, uh, but the real thing, the, the longest serving passion and certainly of my high school and junior and maybe even junior high but certainly high school is a, sur- a surfer i wanted to be a professional surfer and then Ooh. when i knew i wasn't i knew early enough on that like like at 15 like not only did i not start early enough but <laughs> i wasn't i didn't you know i quite honestly i didn't have the bravery to like you know you got to be a real daredevil to be a professional surfer you have to surf the big you know uh, uh, you really have to like go make your name in Hawaii. And also, also I just didn't have the true, I, while I think I'm an athlete, I didn't have the like true fast twitch muscles to uh, be a professional athlete. So, but yeah, but to answer your question more simply, uh, a professional surfer. Oh, I do say it has to take some bravery to film being naked in a dumpster though. That is some, while you weren't <laughs> surfing with that, I couldn't do that. You know, there, there, there is a part, there's a whole, the way I got into that dumpster, I think it works for the best now in the movie as you saw it. There is a whole sequence cut out for a sort of time and it's rambling, but it's very funny where I, I'll just do a real, where I, uh, 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 the parents of the kid who's murdered, they have a, 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 a niece in town. I say my band's playing a show. At a low point, I'm playing. Her friends come with me. Or they, they see the show. I go back to their place. I do some drugs, some of the ego boosters. We get crazy. I wake up with like three of them, but I'm not awake. I'm passed out. They think I'm dead. They slap me awake. Nothing <laughs> happens. So they take me naked down a hallway and put me in a garbage chute. And I go down the garbage chute. And then that's actually actually the real backstory of how I ended up there, even though we cut that out. But um, all to say that Evan really tried to get me to go full frontal. Um, Thank you, Evan. Evan, I mean... <laughs> I am I am month seven of quarantine and single, Adam. I could have appreciated that. I'm just saying. I, and I, I considered it. I was like, am I gonna? You know, it's. I considered it because it's funny. Like full front, full front, male full frontal is mostly <laughs> depends how it's done, of course, but yeah. pretty comedic. But I was just like, I don't think it needs it. Also, there's a lot of kids in this movie, even though it's darker and rated R. But like, they're gonna see it. Oh, that's so true. Okay, you thought of the children. Okay, that's hey, good. I thought of the children, and so, <laughs> so I, uh, so it didn't happen. But I'm just saying, there was a, there was a real like, there's a couple long talks about it, up until the moment I didn't. <laughs> Can't respect that. But I still so, felt, I still felt pretty um, um, naked. Yeah, you, there was a lot of peeing scenes, which I never, have, I was like, I'm like, I'm getting them to know how Adam pees a lot in this movie. <laughs> yeah, <I'm not> <laughs> like that's, you never see that in movies either. Like no one ever goes to the bathroom, nobody ever eats. And I'm like, okay, how are you yeah, running around a, like this? This is a side, I got a couple, side, side note, I don't know what made me think of this is unrelated completely, but shit in movies that never happens. When the dog, somebody goes to somebody's house and then 
they meet their dog like a minute or two later when the dog <laughs> comes and jumps on them. It's like the dogs are attacking everyone who comes to the door, at the door, all Oh, yeah. So we need to change that. That's all. <laughs> we definitely need some more realistic movies. Um, was there, were there any um, mysteries in real life that have kind of stuck with you or kept you like awake at night? Hmm. Uh, I mean, no, I mean, I think the, the, the biggest, this isn't a crime mystery at all. There's no, no, no crime. I mean, I like them, but no, none that I, I lose sleep over, but I, I certainly think about our existence all the time. That leaves me awake and what, how, and, and, and where are the other uh, microorganisms in the, in the universe or, and anyways, that's, that's endlessly fascinating and, and curious, but uh, I don't know. But if you name someone, some I probably, uh... I'm, well, it's so funny you said that. Cause I'm on a trip upstate New York right now with some friends in nature. So it's a lot of just staring outside being, who are we? What are we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll let you connect the dots between mm-hmm. that. But yeah, a lot of, a lot of <laughs> am I Jean Valjeaning? Yeah. I'm doing <laughs> so should we all raid area 51 after we get off this zoom? See that? No, 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 no. I'm going to shoot <laughs> that down. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, you know, unfortunately I don't, I wish I believed in conspiracies more. It seems comforting, but I just don't, I, you know, like I, I, that seems like, um, that, that supposes that there's an order and somebody could control and there's some, some version, some, some organization has some control versus just the, the terrifying chaos, uh, ever evolving chaos that it is, even though I think as, you know, we're making great strides as a, as a species, but, it would be so nice if someone had a, like a little, oh, wait, I'll just press this button and then we're all good. <laughs> I, wish, I wish there was an Illuminati. Figure oh, it out. Yes. So there I isn't wish. one. Okay, got you. You're, I feel you like they would be doing a better job. I if there's Illuminati. Yeah. I wish. I wish somebody had some organizational skills. I did, I did want to ask you this because Caroline, the, well, the character Caroline brought this up, but I just thought it was really funny because of how true it is. Um, and she's so talented, by the way. I love So, her. you know, she was, she's been attached to this for like three years. We knew that... We wanted her like a long time ago. Yeah, I we're, loved big, her. we're big fans. Yeah. Yeah. And she, but she said a funny thing when you guys were beginning the investigation where it's like everybody makes up a movie or a book that they haven't seen at all, but you lie and say they've seen it. So, do you have a movie or a book that has kind of been your like, oh, I've seen that, but don't ask follow up? Interesting. Um, you know, no, but I, no, I'm sure, but, uh, uh, what was I saying I hadn't seen the other day? I mean, I don't lie about it, but I haven't seen The Exorcist, and that's like, come on. Um, oh, come on. I know, and I like William Friedkin a lot, too, of what I've seen. Um, and then I also, being an actor, but not coming from an actor, like any schooling or stu- real, like, official study, I am pretty naive of Shakespeare, you know, and I feel like, mm. and, and theater in general, you know, that's something where I'm very... Uh, if I cared enough, I would clearly do something about it. But I mean, that's something where I'm, as an actor, I'm incredibly naive of a lot of theater in general, and certainly the bar. Post-COVID, would you want to jump in when, the, when live theater exists again? Would you want to, would that be something you'd want to jump into? Or do you, does it give no, you- No, it, 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 no, it's not that. And I, I wouldn't not do it the right thing, but it doesn't, um, 
it's not on my bucket list. I don't, I don't you know, it seems like a really interesting, hard, hard work and a very interesting, illuminating experience. I was with my wife for six months in New York and she did of my cement on Broadway and I got to, you know, I saw that a bunch and I, so good. To, I saw it. Oh, so cool. Good. Cool. So yeah. And, and yet I wasn't like, Oh, I wish I was doing this. Even though it was amazing. I wasn't like, mm, I got to get in there. It, it just seemed hard. <laughs> and uh, so I don't know. There, I got other things. <laughs> Definitely. So, um, Danny, do you want to like play the game now? Okay, we're gonna play. We're gonna play a little game with you because I feel like we're having fun. And now, okay, serious. the game is give us your social security number. No, I'm joking. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so now we're gonna do a little bit of a throwback section. Okay. Because obviously, people, you've been you've been in a lot. You've been booked and busy. So I want to know who would be a better detective? Not even a kid detective, but a detective, Seth. OC or Dave Gilmore Girls? Uh, Dave. He was kind of He had the work ethic, you know? I think he read the Bible in a night or something. Like he would, <laughs> Seth, I think was kind of lazy. Um, if I remember, I'm not sure exactly, but I, you know, and I think, I think Dave would just, you know, I think, I think a lot of being a te- detective, I'm just, I don't know, is, it's probably a lot of just like pounding the pavement, you know, putting in the time and stakeouts and just, you know, you gotta want it. And it's hiding in closets. Yeah. yeah. A lot of hiding in closets, which I've been through that enough. I don't fit in them anymore because of the <laughs> high voice and the extra large in Zara. But that did remind me of that he read the Bible in one night. What is the craziest thing you've ever done to impress someone you were dating? Just, it could be back when you were going to be a pro surfer or do you have any silly thing that you're like, oh, what? how did I do that? Or why? <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, he's like, do you see my jawline? I didn't have to impress them that much. <laughs> no, no, no. All right. This, this jawline. <laughs> you're very Jesus. Um, you're very, um, um, I, I mean, in, so, in some ways I, you know, in, I don't know. In some ways I probably, who doesn't like movies? Uh, of course, but like, I don't know. I mean, I probably in some ways like reverse engineered, like I'm, I'm, I am an actor so I could marry my wife, you know, <laughs> that makes any weird sense. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, I, I like, um, yeah. And I don't mean that I was like, I have to, it was just like, I don't know what I mean. Anyways, the, uh, the, uh, the craziest thing I've ever done to impress, I don't know. I've always been um, pretty unimpressive. So, <laughs> I, I can't, I honestly can't think of any great. He's like crazy. crying right now for no one, uh, everyone listening. He's just like, I'm unimpressive. Um, um, yeah. I like that though. Yeah. You're being yourself and that's all you need to be. Yeah. Thank you. And well, then- no, I mean, I, I crazy. Um, um, I mean, I asked someone to marry me. That is the, that, that would scare me to do. Pretty, know, pretty, pretty, pretty quickly in our relationship too. You know, like it wasn't, um, um, you know, I married my wife like a little, like just a little over a year after we started dating. That was pretty, that felt pretty like romantic in it itself, you know? Yeah, definitely. And it wasn't, it, I, I guess it wasn't to impress her, I guess, which was your question, but it still <laughs> felt like, it felt like a gesture. 
I love that. No, that's, I mean, isn't that the end goal of being impressed? You get to marry each other yeah. and you get to deal with Zoom schools together. <laughs> you get to teach your kids how to Zoom to go on school. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of Zoom, Sarah, you had a question about like um, re- all these reunions happening, like these, because I guess every TV network just is like, what do we, how do we make new shows? We'll just right. get an old cast together. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, just get everybody on a Zoom call. Do you see that happening with any of your previous roles? No, really? no, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess, you know, never say never. And it depends on the, um, it would just depend on what, you know, a, a Zoom thing for charity. That sounds, that sounds maybe good. Um, some sort of actual film show for, you know, just, you know, art's sake, probably not, but, but. Uh, just reinventing the Brady Bunch intro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, that's, you know, that's kind of how I feel. And it's, and it's, I mean, I guess let's, let's, let's be real. We're mostly talking about the OC cause nothing else would really make sense. And in terms of that, you know, I just don't really see, I don't know how you do it, but I mean, a charity thing sounds cool. But yeah. other than that, I don't know. Um, I don't really know. I mean, to me, it's, it's a teen show. I know it, it they're, the parents were interesting and cool too and was a big part of it, but you didn't go to their work. I mean, you went to school and you went home. And could you refocus it or would it be on our kid? I don't know. I just don't don't see, of course you could do it if you wanted to, you could figure out how to, what the the evolution is, but um, no, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't interest me. Also, you know, I think we've all spent enough time trying to be appreciative of it while trying to carve our own path independent of it, that to kind of, invited all back seems counterproductive. Some things have to be left in the past. It's like, why touch it? Why, why touch your grandma's cake recipe if you're going to remake it in your <laughs> shitty New York apartment and it tastes like rat poison? <laughs> okay, Danny, I told you that in confidence. <laughs> Should we do a, little, a rapid crime and punishment? Do we want to ask? Because we do, we do a game on our podcast, yeah. Crime and Punishment, and it's when there's something that will piss you off that you see happening that you're like, that should be a crime. Right. Has something happened to you recently where that has been a thing? For me, it's usually when people order a complicated coffee in front of me and I just want black ice coffee. For me, I always see like crazy drivers and just go, where's the fucking cops? Like, <laughs> this person must drive like this everywhere. This is a character <laughs> trait. This isn't the first time they're doing this. How do they have a license? <laughs> but, um, Let's talk more minor, less dangerous things. Wait, I'm sure you have some ideas. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, we, we definitely have one. Yeah. Uh, people who have conversations on speakerphone in public. Oh, that's, I mean, even if they're not on speaker and they're just talking loud, I think it's, <laughs> I think it's very obnoxious. Um, yeah. So is there, what's the, I think I it's would, punishment? Oh, I yeah. Throw, I'd throw their phone in the water. I'd go up to them that's and say, unplug, bitch. <laughs> Throw the phone in the water is a great idea. Um, Yeah, I like that. Or you can just, I guess, I like that. And then maybe second, you know, I don't know, glue it to their head or something. But I like throwing it in the water more. Glue it to their head. That's how you know you're dealing with schools too, because you're like, you you glue gun it. Yeah, you're doing things. (laughs) Can you teach them phonics? And uh, I don't know if this happens to you a lot. People who leave voicemails when texting exists. Okay with that. 
feels like a throat, you know, feels like a nice throwback. You know what's nice about voicemails? You can read them. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you know, and I, I and most, you know, and most of them, I also, you got to figure that they're probably driving. So it's a little safer that way. Okay. So maybe they should be rewarded. That's true. Oh, okay. I like that. That's a glass half full of your very nice water glass. I've noticed. I love it. Okay. One last one. Um, people who wear a mask underneath their nose in public. So dumb. I, you see cops doing it. It's so dumb. So often. You only see them what doing the it for the most part in New York. I just, yeah, I mean, and then the punishment, I don't know. They have to walk around blindfolded for a week. That could work. Mm -hmm. I was going to yeah. say you get to like pull their dry. mask and snap it on their face like a rubber band. That sounds great, but I don't want to touch them. That's um, a much better. And that's a kid detective right there. He yeah. knows yeah. paper sales. <laughs> he knows how things spread. He knows all the ropes. <laughs> <laughs> But I feel like, I mean, I, I feel like I've yelled at you enough because the jersey came out really fast. I apologize for that. I'm from New Jersey, <laughs> so I was just shouting. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. But thank you so much for taking the time Thanks to chat Thanks for having us. me. I'm glad you guys saw the movie. Saw the movie, loved it. I just need everyone to know, if you're a fan of twists at the end, like oh, yeah. I am, I, 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 I watched it with red wine. I now will bill you for my dry cleaning because some red wine spilled on me when I gasped. Wow. I'll deal with that. I've been pitching it a little bit like, or not even pitching it, but I've, I've sort of described it for a while. To me, it's kind of like as Chinatown meets Rushmore. Do you feel that's apt or would you tweak that? I, I don't like want to that. pretend like I've seen either of those, so I, I won't lie. I've seen Rushmore. I you haven't seen either of those? No. You haven't seen, <laughs> you have, wait, you haven't seen Chinatown? And I mean, I just mean that just because of the po crime podcast of this all. That's true. You know what? I'm slipping. What I see very watch? few movies a year, and this was one of them, and I'm glad uh, it was. <laughs> she watches The Bachelor, which, I mean, happens. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm working my way through Real Housewives, so. That's <laughs> my seen, contribution. I've seen, a, I've seen a fair amount of The Bachelor, so. Ooh, are you excited for the season? No, I've kind of, I've moved off. We did, a couple, we did about three seasons, and then. You know what's amazing to me about that show? I got to probably go. Only I would talk to you guys all day, but I, I have to make a call. Um, what's amazing to me about that show is like they scrub it. You know that like they are there are real they are real people. Maybe they're not the most interesting people, but they're real people, yeah. and they're in you know, a extraordinary circumstance. And even when even if they they put you in a helicopter and you go to an island and you do a thing like that's a whole day and stuff happens there and you say stuff and they somehow scrub it of any personality to where the only things are said is like, are you here for the right reasons? I'm here for the right reasons. I want you to open up. I think I can open up, but I've been hurt before. Like there's 10 things you to say. And they edit out everything else that I'm sure, like I'm sure they could recut a season with other stuff. It could be really interesting. Anyways, but clearly they know what's working and they're like, don't. What's interesting is how not interesting it is. And like, that's the thing. <laughs> but it always kind of frustrated me. I thought like, man, you guys are in a helicopter for six hours and like, you only said the three pre-approved lines? Crazy. <laughs> that is some... Started I hope the Bachelor producer are listening because we need that updated. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank but, you so much. Thanks. This is so fun. Likewise. Thanks a lot. Batches.